Hey everybody, this is Brian Zimmerman. And this is Matt Mikucci. And you're listening to Jazz Is Crate Digging. Good morning, Brian. Happy to be back for a new episode of Crate Digging. That's absolutely right. It's great to be back with you too. And uh, yeah, welcome to everyone listening. Welcome to another episode of Crate Digging. This is the show where we dig through the record stores of our minds uh, (laughs) to bring you album recommendations on a given theme. This is a cool theme this week, Matt. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, it was a little bit, a little bit of a challenge, I must admit. So some of the picks that I uh, chose for this one are personal picks. Same so, here, same here. Yeah. And here's how we settled on this theme. You know, here in the states, uh, baseball season just started. We're thick in the middle of uh, the NBA playoff race for basketball. Uh, hockey's going strong. Uh, we're on uh, off season for football, but you know, some exciting things are starting to happen with the draft. So, if you haven't guessed already, the theme for today's show is sports. Jazz, sports, and sports. Yeah, so we decided to pick albums that touched on sports in some way, whether that had to do with the theme of the album, application of the music to some sporting event, or simply the album cover itself. This is all about jazz and sports. And I got to admit, Matt, it was very hard for me uh, not to pick the album Sports by Huey Lewis and the News, one of my favorite of all time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Only because it was a little too on the nose. Or I just thought of, I just thought of it now, Queen have an album called Jazz. That's not jazz, (laughs) but it has that song Bicycle Race on it. That's right. (laughs) And uh, so there's, look, look, there's a lot of songs, a lot of albums we could have included in this episode. We settled (laughs) on five each. Um, And yeah, can't wait to get into them, Matt. Uh, today's episode of Jazz's Crate Digging is brought to you in part by NAD Electronics. NAD is renowned for its award-winning line of components for audio and home theater, which includes amplifiers, receivers, and turntables to better care for your vinyl collection. NAD recommends storing your records vertically in a cool, dry place to prevent warping. Uh, that's a good tip for all of you crate digging listeners out there. Keep those vinyl albums vertical in the crates, even if, if they're the crates of your memory. Um, yeah. <laughs> sign up. So check this out. We're, we're actually partnering with NAD Electronics to offer a turntable, a custom uh, turntable wrapped in a Jazz's print. Um, and to sign up, to enter that contest, all you have to do is go to nadelectronics.com slash Jazz's Turntable Contest. That'll do it. That'll enter you for a chance to win this month's prize. It is a sweet turntable. And uh, we know a lot of you listen out, listening out there are record collectors, are vinyl freaks. And if you want your chance to get your hands on a custom Jazz's vinyl turntable made by NAD Electronics, this is the way to go. Head on over to that site, nadelectronics.com slash Jazz's Turntable Contest for your chance to win. All right, Matt, without further right. ado, what do you say we get into today's episode? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I'm going to kick things off today with a little known 
live recording from pianist Ralph Sutton, who Scott Yano once called the greatest stride pianist to emerge since World War II. This is a fun set recorded just before the Winter Olympics of 1960, which were held Squaw Valley, California. So this album is a bit of a fun kind of housewarming party, if you will. It kind of sounds like that too, when the audience sort of reacts to the songs. And we we, we kind of hear Sutton performing swinging takes on wintry classics, bringing together songs like Let It Snow and I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm and so on. So on. I find this to be a hidden gem of sorts, but well worth checking out. All right, let's take a listen to the track, Button Up Your Overcoat. And I forgot to mention the title of the album, which is an incredible mistake to make. So let me just say it's called Jazz at the Olympics. That's right. Jazz at the Olympics, the ultimate sporting event, some might say. I'm going to kick my list off with a football themed album. A lot of you probably know this album. I selected Bob James's Touchdown. Uh, from 1978. This is an awesome album, just classic Bob James, you know, that kind of proto smooth jazz aesthetic. But I mean, Ron Carter is on this album. Steve Gadd makes an appearance as well. Um, But I'm going to actually flip things a little bit, Matt. I am going to play my track first and then talk about it later because people listening, I want you to see if you could recognize uh, where this song comes from. So here is my track from Bob James's Touchdown. guesses to mm. what that uh, song is yeah. from. Yes, I, I believe I know where it's from. <laughs> Do we want to tell the audience? Absolutely. It is, it is of course, a theme song from the Taxi. show Taxi. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that song was written uh, by Bob James for the show Taxi, but not as the theme song, believe it or not, Matt. It was originally just written uh, you know, for a scene in which the character Angela is present, but the producers of the show liked it so much that they decided to make it the theme song. The original theme song 
that Bob James wrote became this item's this album's title track. It became the tune Touchdown. And it's called Touchdown, the album, because it's Bob James's sixth album. Uh, and a touchdown, as you know, Matt, is worth six points. So there I you totally go. knew that. <laughs> You're more of a rugby man, I take it. Uh, more of a soccer fan. <laughs> of course. Well, hey, soccer's a good segue into your next album, man. Exactly, yeah. So this is actually a more recent release. It's from saxophonist Oscar Feldman, and it's his second album. It's called Goal, and it's from 2017. It's kind of a varied program that showcases his expressive nature as a composer, and particularly the track that I want to focus in on is Viva Belgrano, which is actually a track that is a tribute to Feldman's Argentinian hometown soccer team, scoring a winning goal, I think, in the final minutes of the match. But what's really interesting about this track is that the triple meter of this song represents the struggle to score a goal, and it contrasts the joy and elation of scoring a goal that is represented by its transition to a more relaxed swinging rhythm. We've also got some crowd noises in there. It's a beautiful track, but the entire album as a whole is really worth checking out also. All right, here we go. Here's a little bit of Viva Belgrano. They say soccer, with just with the sheer amount of running. I mean, it's easily one of the most difficult sports. And uh, but I got to tell you, you know, watching the uh, soccer matches with my buddy Carlos in Spanish, it's oh, just yeah. a whole different experience compared. The to, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very exciting stuff. All right, Matt. We'll move on to my favorite sport then, and that would be America's pastime: baseball which is so often a metaphor for life itself. And apparently, pianist Russ Freeman and Andre Previn thought the same thing because in 1957, they released the album Double Play. Matt, this is a rare uh, dual piano recording uh, mm. with Shelly Mann on drums, so two pianists and uh, one drummer. Andre Previn, of course, well-known in the you know classical world um, as a composer, arranger, conductor, and as a songwriter uh, you know, for Hollywood. Um, Russ Freeman, meanwhile, is a great Chicago pianist who played with uh, Clifford Brown, most notably, among many others, though. And apparently, man, one of them loved baseball because this entire album is baseball themed. Um, I mean, they've got 
you know, take me out to the ball game on here. They've got a song called Who's On First, Batter Up, Fungo, Strike Out the Band. Uh, it's a great album. And, uh, you know, it definitely, because of Andre's presence, has a classical grounding, but uh, it just easily, easily develops into this amazing swing sensibility. So I have picked the title track for my selection. Here is Double Play from Russ Freeman and Andre Previn's album of the same name. shortstop picking up that grounder tossing it to the second baseman <laughs> and firing it on over to first for the perfect double play all right my next pick is actually the most personal my, my most personal pick of the list so get ready for this one i got a little bit of a backstory yeah, i saw it on the list and uh yeah i was gonna say you got <laughs> exactly. some explaining to do yeah this one is a bit of an odd choice we talked about whipped cream and other delights by herb albert and the tijuana brass in the past but in italy the country where I was born. I grew up in Ireland, but I was born in Italy. I was, a, you know, I grew up there. The first 10 years of my life I spent there. The famous opening track of this record, the legendary take on A Taste of Honey, is one of the themes most closely associated with sports. Because Italy is a soccer country, right? Sure, <laughs> and that's yeah. why I'm such a huge soccer fan myself. And still part of that generation that remembers when uh, you had to hear minute-by-minute commentaries of soccer matches on Sundays before you could check out the highlights later on TV. Yes, there was, you could watch uh, the matches on satellite, but you know we didn't really have the money for that yet back then. So I had to, like many Italians, listen to the matches. And the national minute-by-minute broadcasts since the mid-60s opened with that bass drum and the sound of the Tijuana brass playing a taste of honey. And so that turned the song into part of the fabric of Italian popular culture and sports for several generations. And that's why when we talked about today's episode, I instantly thought of this album. And I'm sure anybody listening to this who happens to be from Italy will understand what I'm talking about and definitely particularly appreciate this one. All right. You know it. You love it. Here is A Taste of Honey by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass.
Did that bring you back, Matt? Well, <laughs> definitely brings me back to a time when I would just be laying down with the, my little radio beside me, just closing my eyes and imagining, you know, all my favorite players playing on that pitch, like Del Piero, I'm a Juventus fan, so Del Piero, Zidane, all the greats. And it was a different time. It's a different world. But uh, that show is still on to this day, and that song plays every Sunday and Saturdays now. <laughs> well, hey, you know, countless Boston Red Sox fans have fallen in love with the song Sweet Caroline, you know, by Neil Diamond. Just from yeah. going to those games, there's a, you know, well, there can be very strong connections between sports and music. So very yeah. nice pick, Matt. I dig it. All right, I'm going to stick with baseball for a little while because, as I mentioned, it is my favorite sport. Also happens to be the favorite sport of bassist Marcus Shelby. Uh, he's a bassist from the Bay Area, um, and he has said that his biggest passions in life are, number one, black history, number two, baseball, and number three, big band music. And he combines them all on an excellent album uh, from a few years ago. This is a recent album uh, called Transitions. So this album, Matt, is dedicated to the Negro Leagues and their legacy in America. You know, some of the best baseball players to have ever lived came out of the Negro Leagues. You know, you think of people like Satchel Paige and Josh Gibson. And yet, their statistics were never officially recognized by Major League Baseball um, until, Matt, just last year. In December 2020, they announced that they would be giving official Major League status to Negro League statistics. Um, and, and what that means is, you know, we'll, we're finally able to recognize on paper officially um, just how great, how legendary players like Satchel Paige and, and Josh Gibson were, you know, up among the ranks of Babe Ruth and Ted Williams and all those guys. You know, Jackie Robinson played half his career in the Negro Leagues as well and, you know, managed to put up some amazing statistics in the major leagues. But when you add what he was able to accomplish in the Negro Leagues, you know, it's all that more remarkable. So that was a cool kind of development for uh, baseball nerds out there, which I can count Marcus Shelby among our ranks for sure. Um, anyways, this this album is kind of themed around barnstorming, which is in baseball, which is when uh, teams in the offseason would go around playing kind of uh, exhibition games in rural areas, usually somewhere around a barn. Uh, players in the Negro Leagues did this a lot. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, jazz musicians did too. This is quite common for, you know, big bands of the Count Basie era to do. Um, so yet another connection between jazz and sports. But anyway, I am going to pick uh, the leadoff track from this suite. It is called, uh, you know, what Marcus did was he attached a city to each composition. So this one is called Barnstorming Chicago.
really sets the time and place, doesn't it, Matt? I mean, you could just like yeah. hear the train going from city to city, ball players getting ready to go to work. I love it. My next pick is Traveling Without Moving by Jamiroquai. And there's a reason for that. I'll get to it. <laughs> uh, maybe some of you will already will already know what's coming. But anyways, Jamiroquai, of course, the hugely popular British acid jazz slash jazz funk band. Uh, they reached peak popularity with their 1996 hit single, Virtual Insanity. But the album actually marked their shift towards a more pop-oriented disco sound. Despite that, the staccato jazzy chords on the keyboard of this hit song showcase the eclectic range of styles and influences that is really a staple of that Jamiroquai sound. And fitting the theme somewhat, the iconic cover of this record featured the band's famous Buffalo Head logo, a bit infamous nowadays, but anyways, uh, placed within the design of the Ferrari logo, making it all the more iconic and of course Ferrari being one of the most popular sports cars in the world I couldn't resist including this album on the list all right bringing auto racing into the mix I love it Matt here we go (laughs) here's virtual insanity Great song. Great too. And somebody, Great video. Yeah. Somebody definitely studied their Stevie Wonder too. Because yeah. that is <laughs> so, That's vibe. what I always think. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for that, Matt. All right. There's a saying in baseball, you know, a pitcher, when he's got the good stuff, when his fastball is working, you just stick with it. That's what I'm going to do. I picked baseball once again. Look, I'm excited, Matt. The, ba- the season just started. And even though my team, the Miami Marlins, stink, positively stink, off to <laughs> a horrendous start. You know, I still love the sport. So this album, I, I got to admit, musically, it's a tenuous connection to the sport of baseball. Uh, the album is, I should mention, Someday My Prince Will Come by the great jazz trio. And Matt, that's a big name to live up oh, to, yeah. but it certainly does because it features Hank Jones on piano, his brother Elvin Jones on drums, and uh, Richard Davis on bass. And I say only a tenuous connection to uh, sports because, look, the, the music doesn't really have much to do with baseball, but the album cover is iconic. Uh, I, I guarantee ask any jazz writer out there to think of a jazz and baseball album. This might be the one that comes to mind. That's certainly what it happened to me. Uh, the album cover features an overhead shot of a baseball field from the outfield stands. You know, you see the audience looking on. There's a big play in progress. Uh, and like like I said, when I think jazz and baseball, uh, this album is the first thing that comes to mind. I also kind of just wanted to change up the musical flow a little bit. So I picked a beautiful uh, ballad from this album. 
here is my pick. It is A Child is Born, again, by the great jazz trio. Let's take a listen. will probably say that feels about the pace of a baseball game uh oh (laughs) she cannot stand watching with me i get it you know and it can be slow but that is that's okay that's the beauty of it like i say it's a metaphor for life you have your ups your downs your fast moments your luxurious pauses but anyway just wanted to toss that one in there uh again that was the great jazz trio someday my prince will come i'm excited for your next pick matt yeah, it's actually related to last week when your final pick uh, was uh, an album of Cannonball Adderley uh, takes on songs from Fiddler on the Roof, the great musical Fiddler on the Roof, which actually I, I discovered thanks to last week's episode. So I thought I'd kind of, you know, get you back for that one. And uh, I came across this one, which is by Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, the great Uh, jazz ensemble and this is their album of takes on songs from golden boy which is uh, probably less well known than fiddler on the roof but uh, it's a socially conscious musical set in the world of boxing and prize fighting Uh, the songs are actually from lee adams and and charles strauss and uh, the band's expanded lineup here is just you know, it's as stellar as usual, as you'd usually expect. You've got giants like Freddie Hubbard and Lee Morgan on trumpet, the great Wayne Shorter on tenor, Reggie Workman on bass, and so many other greats, as well as, of course, the legendary Art Blakey himself on drums. Yeah, and I love the album cover of this thing. You got Art yeah. Blakey, <laughs> arms crossed, and the boxing robe. He's ready to go. Anyway, He's ready to go. <laughs> let's take a listen to the track, Yes, I Can. Classic Art Blakey. <laughs> All right, we will finish things off uh, with my final pick here. And 
I decided to switch up the sport on you. I'm going with basketball this time around. I figured it'd be good to add a basketball album into the mix. And I love watching basketball. So my pick is from the pianist Eddie Palmieri. And it also came from a movie, Matt. This one came from a 2012 documentary called Doing It in the Park. Uh, which is all about streetball, New York streetball, which is obviously huge in New York City, you know, public parks everywhere, and people will just gather just to play some b-ball. I did it a few times while I was living up there. I wasn't very good at it, but it was awesome just to get out there on the courts. And there are some legendary courts out there. You know, Rucker Park in Harlem is like a proving ground um, for up-and-coming uh, basketball players. So, you know, Eddie is about as New York as they come, uh, born and raised in the Bronx. So, you know, you get a little bit of that uh, New York, Puerto Rican vibe for sure. But also, you know, some of the rhythms of the game of basketball itself. You know, I spoke with Vince Wilburn Jr., who is Miles Davis's nephew. And he told me this really interesting story about Miles Davis, who also a huge sports fan, um, big into boxing. But he told me a story of the time he went with Miles to Madison Square Garden to take in a Knicks game. And they were sitting there and Vince was watching the game and he sees Miles with his head down. He's not even looking at the game. But he's got this look of concentration on his face. And Vince says, Miles, hey, you know, uncle, what are you doing? There's a game going on. Why aren't you paying attention? And Miles told him, I am. I'm listening to the rhythms. You know what I mean? Miles was <laughs> listening to the rhythms of the squeaks of the sneakers against the floor, the, you know, dribbling of the ball against the hardwood. He was taking it all in. He processed everything as music. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, anyway, my selection from this awesome album is the track Coast to Coast. And I guess it some ways you could say it represents the popularity of basketball here in the States, but really internationally. I, I'd have to say basketball is one of the fastest growing sports around the world. And who knows, maybe jazz will be the next big pop phenomenon. Uh, but anyway, here is the track Coast to Coast from Eddie Palmieri doing it in the park. does it that does it i feel like going out for a jog now i'm so energized yeah pick up basketball game <laughs> boxing match yeah. something yeah that's a wrap something on something. our jazz and sports episode final score brian zimmerman five matt mccucci five that was yeah uh, it's a tie it's a draw it's a tie. as they would say it over in your neck of the woods <laughs> Matt. Uh, yeah that's right <laughs> but that was five a fun all one. that was a fun one 
That was a fine one, fun one, and I, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what people's favorite jazz slash sports albums are. Uh, of course, we 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 know that we could have mentioned Miles Davis as a tribute to Jack Johnson, but we mentioned it in a in a in a previous episode, so we wanted to keep it fresh. I just know that we were we would have gotten some co- comments otherwise. That's if right. We didn't that's at least right. mentioned <laughs> it's an honorable that one. mention for sure. And yeah, please let us know <laughs> what your favorite uh, jazz and sports albums are on our social media page on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, And then when you're done, head on over to our site where we have all kinds of amazing content posted daily. Um, Not to mention, it's the place where you can register for our Jazz's Vinyl Club where we send you four curated albums uh every three months it's kind of a subscription vinyl club you know it's all the cool kids are doing it it is the club you want to be a part of for sure and to join all you have to do is go to jazzes.com and click the join jazzes vinyl club banner up at the top jazzes.com is also where you can enter for a chance to win a custom nad turntable wrapped in jazz's imagery it is a one-of-a-kind piece and i say that truly this is a one-of-a-kind piece so if you are a record collector you're going to want this uh in your home and it's a perfect place to play all those jazz's vinyl club albums so yes you could do those both at jazz's.com it's also where you could become a subscriber to the site if you aren't already Uh, all you got to do is click that big red subscribe button in the top left hand corner but it's all happening on jazzes.com. All right, Matt, uh, thanks to you once again for crate digging with me. Thanks to our sponsor, NAD Electronics, and thanks to everyone listening. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.